Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What does it mean to believe in yourself? Let me tell you this. Believe in yourself and you will be unstoppable. When people don't believe in you, you always have the power to believe in yourself. In fact, that is exactly what you need to be doing. You cannot expect to get validation or purpose from other people. If they give you that, then great, but don't expect it and don't limit yourself because other people won't see your vision. With that being said, in this post, I'm going to tell you how to believe in yourself, complete with Bible verses and all the information that you need so that you feel unstoppable. And most importantly, to let go of the idea that people should believe in you and know that the only thing you need to do is to believe in yourself. Everything you have is within you. I don't care if they are family, friends, spouse, your boyfriend, all of them have the potential to rain on your parade with their doubting nature. If you feed into it, you will be nowhere. Just because people don't believe in you, never let them discourage you from what you are supposed to be doing. Whatever it is that you were trying to do was put in you and not put in them, and that's for a reason. And the reason is that you and only you have the thought, vision, and ability to carry out your own purpose without them. If you needed them to have faith in you, then God would have given them that foresight. But since God didn't, then you must not need them to complete the task. Which brings me to my first point. To believe in yourself and you will be unstoppable and only you are required. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 The key point in believing in yourself is that you have to understand that you are the one with the vision and you are the only one that is required to actually have faith in the thing that you are believing in. If you were to ask me, I had to stop telling people about my dreams or the things that I wanted to accomplish because I got tired of their questions, their doubts, and even their unbelief. I do not need their negativity coming for what I know and have faith that I can do and therefore prolonging the process. As in the story when Jesus could not bring the little girl back to life because all of the doubting people around him. He had sent them out in a room in order for a miracle to be complete because people's doubts and negativity can cause your belief to be shaken. Mark 5 40. And if your belief is shaken, then your faith is shaken. And if your faith is shaken, then you will not get what you're going after. As the Bible verse says above, you must have faith in what you feel you can do, even when you don't see it and even when other people don't believe it. And when you achieve this, then that is the ultimate step in believing in yourself. Not only believing, but also getting. And you getting what you want does not require the faith or input of other people. Especially if you know that having other people in your circle will only cause you to doubt yourself. You can also check out my video down below on how to have faith over fear. To believe in yourself and you will be unstoppable case in point David. As I go into the points of believing in yourself to the point that you will be unstoppable, I want to go into the story of David so that each step of the way you can see how David had unshakable faith and there was not anything that David did not feel that he could not do. It did not matter what his brother said, his father said, or anyone had to say about anything. David had something that I like to call spiritual cockiness that he knew that as long as God had his back, there was not anything that anyone could do to him. And so it was a self-fulfilling prophecy that David slayed Goliath and then ultimately became king. Something that was impossible to everyone but David himself because how much he believed in himself. For more tips on what to do when people don't believe in you and the story of David, you can watch my video down below 
And also, don't forget to click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. The first time that we see David being overlooked is in 1 Samuel 16, 7, 11. Samuel came to anoint the new king, saw all of David's brothers sitting there before him. They were all strong and nice and looking surely. The Lord had chosen them to be king. But the Lord told Samuel, Don't look at his appearance or how tall he is because I have rejected him. God does not seize as human sees. Humans look at outward appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. 1 Samuel 16, 7. Number three, know who you are. David was not as attractive as his brothers, nor was he even called inside the house to be considered as king. They literally forgot David existed. And even if they did remember he was a part of the family, he must did not matter much because Samuel asked for all of Jesse's sons to be present, but yet David was not. But do you think that any of what his family thought mattered? No, it didn't. Because if God has called you out for a certain plan or purpose, then his opinion is the only one that matters. After going through all of Jesse's sons, David's brothers, none of them were chosen to be king. Then Jesse and Shema come to Samuel. The Lord has not chosen this one either, Samuel said. So Jesse brought seven more of his sons to Samuel. But Samuel told Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Are these all the sons that you have? There is still a youngest one, Jesse answered. He is tending to the sheep. 1 Samuel 16, 8-11 It does not matter if no one supported you, if they discounted you, or if they did not invite you. God will make a way for you to get what is owed to you despite what other people think about you. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil, anointed him in the presence of his brothers, and from the day... On the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. 1 Samuel 16, 8-13 So one may think that once David was anointed from king, from this moment on, everyone would like him and be supportive of him. But no, not at all. Which will bring me to my next point. Number four, don't let people talk down to you. As we know, one of David's biggest victories was slaying Goliath. Mind you, he had already been anointed as king, so surely his family should have known that there was something special about him. But no. David heard that the king was paying a great reward for slaying Goliath, and when it came to, to ask about it, he was met with the following comment once again from his brother. When Elab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come here, and with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Now what have I done, David said. Can I even speak? He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter, and the man answered him as before. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him, 1 Samuel 17. Notice that in this situation, David did not cower and go away and tell himself that he was not worth anything. And also notice that even David's brother was trying to throw low-key shape by telling David that he should be somewhere out playing with the sheep because that's all they thought he was good for. And then Saul decided to jump in with his two cents. Saul replied, you are not able to go against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior since his youth. 1 Samuel 17:33. But see, this is where the spiritual cockiness comes in. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off the sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued it from its mouth. When it turned to me, I seized it by its hair and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them before he has defied the armies of the living God. 
The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. 1 Samuel 17, 34-37 You do not have to sit and be an emotional punching bag for someone else, and you don't have to sit and allow people to tell you what you cannot do when you fully are aware that you can. David was basically telling both Saul and his brother that even while he was tending those sheep, he learned some skills and that they did not know what he was capable of. He never felt inadequate because he was a shepherd and did not let them make him feel any way about it either. Instead, he decided to basically talk back to them and put them on notice, letting them know that he and God had power to do whatever it is that he wanted to do and that it really didn't matter what they had to say about it. David did not say, okay, you're right, let me give up and do nothing. If he had done that, he would have changed the course of history. Goliath may have never gotten slayed and we may not even know who David was. Instead, he stood firm. He basically put all of his doubters on notice, letting them know that they did not have to believe him. He had God on his side and not only would he slay Goliath, but all the time when he was out there tending the sheep, he was also getting closer to God. David's brothers were not out there tending the sheep. David's brothers were not out there in the wilderness allowing God to protect them from unseen dangers. David's brother did not know what David was capable of, but David knew, and his mentality was that he could show them better than he could tell them, and so he went out and slayed Goliath. If you want to know more about David, then check out my video down below on how to get the spirit of David. Number five, making other people a believer. To believe in yourself will make you unstoppable, and when people doubt you, sometimes you just have to shut them up. The best way to shut people up is to actually do what it is that you said you were going to do. It can be very difficult for people to talk crap about you and say you cannot do X, Y, and Z when you have in fact did X, Y, and Z. There comes a point when you have to stop talking, stop telling other people what you're going to do and stop looking for their validation. And there comes a point when you just have to shut up and do. Notice that David did not sit there and go back and forth with all of these people forever about his capabilities. He said what he had to say and then the proof was in the pudding. It was time for him to put up or shut up. And up until that moment, David killed Goliath. Goliath started mocking him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by the gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. 1 Samuel 17, 43-44. And still David replied unbothered. This is something I like to call spiritual cockiness that I have a video on down below. But how David goes about things is a true meaning of what it is to believe in yourself and you'll be unstoppable. Even in a place where you're about to die, so it would seem for everyone else, David still had so much belief in himself that he knew he was going to defeat Goliath. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with the sword, spear, and javelin, but I've come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom he had defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you in my hands and I will strike you down and cut off your head. 1 Samuel 17, 45-46 And so David did and that is the moment everyone around him became a believer. But notice David's belief in himself started well before that. From the very beginning and even though other people doubted, he never did. Here are some of my final points. My final points is that if you don't believe in you, then let that be their problem and not your problem. Who cares what people think, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read that. Do they determine your destiny or do they have the power to giveth and taketh away? No. And most, pe and most of these people that you need validation from are not even doing anything themselves. It is your life and you have to live it according to your truth and the truth that God gave you. Would you rather be remembered as a David or as a David's brother that nobody can remember his name and someone nobody really cares about? 
Remember, believe in yourself and you'll be unstoppable. And nowhere in that statement does it mention that other people believing in you will make you unstoppable. Think about it. If you know someone who needs to read this post, then consider sharing it with them. And also consider getting my Christian Manifestation Guide ebook that you can click the link down below to get with a bunch of positive affirmations and Bible verses that will help you start believing in yourself. You can click the link down below to buy.